0: You're listening to the Play Like a Girl podcast, episode number four. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Play Like a Girl podcast. I'm your host, Nikki B. Here at Play Like a Girl, we aim to encourage more confidence in young women who play sports and give them the necessary tools and advice to have an amazing career in sports and beyond. If you are a young woman who plays sports and lives an active lifestyle, or you know one of these young women, I am so excited you are here. Each week, we will either bring you a guest in the sports world or have a roundtable discussion of the many taboo and important topics in the world of female sports. Are you with me? Let's change the game.
1: You play
2: ball like a girl!
0: In the dark, all right, everyone. So, I'm so excited for today because we have an amazing group of ladies with us. So, first off, we have Michelle, she is the Max Preps video producer, and we have McKenna, she is the Max Preps host and video editor, and we have Megan Lutz, she's Max Preps product manager. And all these girls are Play Like a Girl contributors. And today, we are going to be talking about confidence in a digital world because I think that over the course of probably the past 10 even 20 years technology has changed quite dramatically and i think the topic of conversation um, has been how to handle being confident and not comparing yourselves to others um, especially on social media so we're going to dive right into that today Um, personally confidence i think confidence is stepping into a room even though you are scared Confidence is not knowing all the answers, but enjoying the process of learning. And confidence is going against the grain and following your heart. So I think today is going to be an amazing topic to talk about for young female athletes, um, especially in our world today, because confidence is hugely important for using social media in a positive way, right?
1: Um,
0: So first from you ladies, I want to know, what does confidence mean to you? I
1: feel like confidence isn't they will like me it's it's okay if they don't and i'm going to be okay if mm-hmm. they don't and i think that that's one big thing that not everyone's going to like you and you just have to be
2: okay with that
1: mm-hmm.
2: I like what you said about confidence is not knowing all the answers but enjoying the process mm-hmm. because we're all going to make mistakes we're all going to screw up and <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah <a> <laughs>
2: and so we need to know that failure is part of life mm-hmm. and that we are going we're creatures of being able to learn. We have growth mindsets as human beings and we have the capabilities to always learn, to always need, to always challenge ourselves. And so I think that confidence is just understanding that all right, this is my first time trying it. Oh, this is my first time on a podcast, by the way. Yes. So so, so expect failure. But I'm growing, right? Getting Mm -hmm. out of the comfort zone and and just trying to do it because Mm I know that that's what's going to make me more confident going forward in any other endeavor I
0: go into. 100%. But you had confidence just stepping into this room right here. You know, you haven't done a podcast before, but that's confidence, just taking the leap of faith and doing it, right?
3: Yeah, Yeah. I feel like confidence is also a form of bravery because it's something that it's not – brave to do something you're comfortable with. It's doing the uncomfortable and it's doing things you fear and things that you have to overcome. And confidence is kind of the same way, even if it's personal image or your own personality or things like that. It's like, not everyone's going to like you. There's people that are going to not agree with you. There's people that aren't going to see your personality and enjoy it, but there are people out there that will. So there's no reason to change yourself for the people that don't. Mm -hmm. Definitely.
0: Yeah. And I think it's hard in today's world because I think for millennials and also Generation Z, which is kind of our um, our listeners because they're in high school and college right now and they're more of the end of the millennial generation and starting to be in Generation Z. But for them, I mean, confidence is kind of a touchy subject today because of social media, right? We yeah. live in such a digital world and things we get things so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that in life, it's easy in person to judge yourself and compare yourself to others. But now with social media... I think it's even worse. So um, I've been reading a book. It's actually called 101 Questions You Need to Ask in Your 20s and let's be honest, your 30s too. But I think this is a great book for also younger girls um, who are in their teenage years or in their early 20s because um, the author, Pal Angon, he talks about we are a culture we are a society that has obsessive comparison disorder and i think it's so true because we constantly compare ourselves to everyone we meet and now especially in social media right i mean we constantly like do the scroll on instagram or whatever other social media platform and we're constantly comparing whether it's our body image whether it's our accomplishments whether it's anything our relationship status we're constantly comparing it to everyone else right so yeah, I think um, it's definitely obsessive comparison disorder, and I love that term that he I was uses. Say, it's a great one because it's so true, right? I mean, um, do you guys think that you personally have an issue with like comparing yourselves to others, not just in person but on social media?
1: Of course, mm-hmm. I mean, I think yeah. it's inevitable. I mean, right? We go through and we're like, oh, man, I kind of wish I like had that girl's hair, mm-hmm. or, like you know, did my makeup like that, but we can't. We're like, I know, I know, how beautiful you are. What
3: have you that's ever? That's that's that
1: <laughs> no but it's just like you can't compare yourself to others mm-hmm. because you're never going to be exactly like anyone else and that's what makes everybody beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah your own
3: inner, inner, inner. I actually thought it was pretty interesting I was hanging out with a couple friends and one girl says oh I would kill to have your hair and one girl goes girl you're tan I am white <laughs> like take it and run because uh-huh. <laughs> like so there's always something that even though so you might see that person is perfect or mm-hmm. so pretty or whatever like I remember you meet someone and you just think they're the prettiest and the most perfect and you think their life is just amazing. And then you hear them say an insecurity of theirs about their body or their look. And you're like, what? Right. So it's like, (laughs) why don't we look at ourselves the way that some other people might look up to you, you know? Mm
2: -hmm. Absolutely. And then when you are comparing yourself to someone's Instagram account, Mm -hmm. you're comparing the highlights of their life. To your real life, yeah. and it's unfair to begin yeah. with. You're seeing you know, the vacations that they're taking. You're seeing them with all the makeup on, mm-hmm. all, the, yeah. all the hair, everything, and you might be sitting in your bed scrolling. Just mm-hmm. no yeah. woke up, so of yeah. course it's going to be like, oh man, it's it's completely unfair, and we, you know, we're doing ourselves a disservice by comparing unequally, um, and that's why it's so important to get off of. The social media Mm -hmm. and get social for real, right? Yeah, Yeah. and talk Mm -hmm. to people. (laughs) And you know, like you said, Michelle, like those other people are going to have some insecurities. Are they going to post it on social media? No, yeah. You know, they're gonna they're gonna tell it to you because you guys have you know a relationship. You're in rapport with each other, and you've got some type of actual connection. Right,
3: definitely. I also think it's an interesting concept to think about too, is because like you said, you're not going to put your negative on Instagram, and people sometimes get mad about that. And I'm like, let's see, you're following that person because it seems perfect Mm -hmm. and it looks pretty. Mm -hmm. Like if you post all these beautiful drone pictures, it looks really pretty and Mm -hmm. it's aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. When someone posts like, when they are 90% of the time really pretty and 10% they show the real, it's great. You're like, oh look, they are real. But but part of you still thinks they're perfect. Mm -hmm. And I think, and it's one of those things that people I think get mad about it, but it's, you want to see that. You want to see the good in people and you want to see the happy things. I think it's more we need to figure out how to remember that it's their highlight reel and not their real life. But I think it's also something that it's on us to think that instead Mm -hmm. of being like, people need to be more real. It's like, wait, that's why it's built. Mm -hmm. It's built to show the happy times. I love that
0: you guys brought up this point because as an influencer, this is something I constantly deal with. It's like that push and pull of, Wanting to have an aesthetically pleasing Instagram account because we want, you know, we, I want brands to work with me. I want people to look at my feed and think it's great. But at the same time, like, I want to keep it real because I, I pride myself in being, you know, so good at that. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I recently Uh, (laughs) saw you get your
3: hair highlighted and running through the, yes. So I definitely
0: keep it real on Instagram stories. (laughs) That's for sure. But yeah, it's hard because you want things to look great, but at the same time, like I want to be real. I want people to know what I'm actually going through and I don't want to, you know, shy away from talking about the negative. So I do from time to time, like if I'm feeling stressed or anxious or whatever it may be, I'll talk about it and I'll write up a post and I'm like, hey, for those of you who are scrolling for a pretty picture, you can like and just keep on scrolling. But for those of you who are dealing with, you know, anxiety, this and that, I'll say, you know, here's what I've been dealing with lately. Here's what I'm doing to stop it. And I hope my advice can help you too if you're going through the same thing. Um, But it is such a... It's just so interesting in the world of social media because it is a highlight reel and we have to remember that like i'm sure at times even though i do keep it real for the most part i'm sure people think my life seems great because i get to travel to amazing places amazing golf courses and it seems like i'm golfing all the time but guess what i probably golf maybe once every couple of weeks um i honestly like my life looks probably so much greater and i i still try to keep it real right like i live in a normal like three bedroom condo nothing fancy like built in the 70s like i'm not i'm not making a bunch of dough but like yeah. maybe my life on instagram seems that way so i think it's it's up to us to keep it in perspective to know that people's lives are not as glamorous as they make it seem on social
3: media yeah. right But again, I don't think it's a bad thing to make it like, to show your highlights Mm -hmm. either. And I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of a key thing also is like, you can't hate people for that. Right. You know? Right, and to that point, I think it's important to think,
0: kind of make a shift of mindset. So instead of saying like, oh, I wish I had that girl's house, or oh, I wish I had that girl's body, or oh, I wish I had that person's whatever it may be. Instead of saying that, say, okay, what's holding me back from getting that? If that's something I truly desire, what can I do to help myself get to that next level, Yeah, you know? And like, what's holding me back in my life from doing that? And what can I start doing today to to start doing that, to go, you know, get towards that goal? Um, And I think it's a matter of not complaining about it and not wishing for it, but doing something about it, if that's something that you really want. And then also thinking too, is it actually something I really want? Like, I was, is having that perfect hair or that perfect body or whatever it may be, like, is that something I truly desire? Yeah. Like, is that actually going to make me happy? Because more likely than not, the things you think you want will probably not make you happy.
3: That's actually what I was, I actually started unorganized and lost mm-hmm. because of that, was because I had so many people when I traveled, they're like, oh, I, oh my God, I'm so jealous of you. I wanna do that. Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing was, one, I highly doubt you want to travel the way I travel. Like, I really doubt it. Like, I lived penny to penny. I lived in hostels. Like, I, it got it got pretty interesting at times. Like, I got lost places. Like, it was crazy. Like, most people could not handle how I traveled. Like, there was, was no organization. First class. No, never first class. Oh, and you didn't like,
0: fly first class? No, no, I did not.
3: And so there's so many people that are like, I'm so jealous. And I'm like, okay break down what you're actually jealous of. Mm-hmm. Are you jealous that I'm taking more vacations than you? Are you jealous that I'm not working? Are you jealous that I'm actually traveling to new places and taking new mm-hmm. adventures? Because there is a very good chance what I'm actually doing you're not jealous of, it's something about it. Is right. it because I'm seeing new things? Is it because I'm taking cool pictures? And so break it down to what you're actually jealous of. Like if you if you ever say the words I'm jealous, figure out what it is and change that thing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of always been my mentality of unorganized and lost was like proving you don't always have to be organized to follow your dreams and getting lost isn't always a bad thing because you can only be happy with what you're happy with. You can't take someone else's ideas and make it your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So figure out what you're actually jealous of and go after it. And right. that's where you can build confidence in yourself because you understand what you actually want. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, well, to that point for our listeners, a lot of them are playing sports, and hopefully
0: they go off to college and play sports. When you play college sports, I think the one thing to remember is you get to travel, and it maybe it's not to Jamaica or Bora Bora, but it yeah. is you get to travel and you get to see other parts of the world. Like I played on my college golf team, and I got to go to Hawaii four years in a row. Like who gets to go to Hawaii for free for four years in a row? So yeah. I think that's something to remember, and like you can make the most of every situation, right? Definitely. And the pictures that you probably t- like took on your trips. I'm sure there are places in your own backyard, your own community that, you know what I mean? Hands down. That you can make and you can, like, have the same look, have the same feel yes, without definitely. having to travel. But also, if you do want to travel, start saving. Make it a point. Yeah. Like, how can you travel? Like, what do you have to do in order to take the trips that you see someone else taking?
3: Yeah. Like, it can happen. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to be a collegiate athlete, mm-hmm. what is it going to take for you to get there? Yep. And I think that's that's exactly the point is, like, what do you actually want of someone's life Make it your own, Mm -hmm. and like when you were saying, like, do I want that girl's hair, or like, I want this? Let me tell you, there are probably girls that take hours making their hair always look like that. It's probably not perfect. Yeah, they did not wake up like (laughs) that. No, they did not (laughs) wake up like I did not wake up like this. Unfortunately, I wish I did, but I did not.
1: Really, I really like the point how you guys brought up, like on social media, like to be real and stuff. But what do you think about the people that kind of? Use it to be that victim kind of person. I think mm-hmm. we've all seen the people that are just ranting, like What was day. me? You know, mm-hmm. Exactly. So, what are your guys' kind of thoughts
0: on that? That's yeah. my biggest pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, same here. I think it's hard. It's kind of what we're talking about. Like, one thing that I've learned actually in a mastermind that I'm in, um, this gal, she used to be golf Christina, now she's be Christina on Instagram, but. We through her mastermind, we learned that you create your own reality, yeah. and so it's up to you to decide: Am I the victim or am I the survivor? Right? I think mm-hmm. with so with a situation, whatever you're going through in life, you can make a choice to like turn it into something positive or keep keep thinking about it negatively. Right? Yeah. And I think um, it's just my biggest pet peeve because. Yes, things can happen to you, but it's your choice on how you overcome it or if you even do overcome it, right? Yeah. Um, But I think that it is hard when you're scrolling and especially I know there's plenty of people out there who have like a million followers on Instagram and they complain and it's like, for what? Why are you complaining? Because your life seems so great to all these other people and instead of talking negatively, you have this huge platform to just bring joy to the world. And instead you're saying, oh, woe was me because nobody likes me or people say mean things to me. But in reality, like, what can you do differently to make it positive? And, like, what can you do if you're being bullied? Like, that's, you know, not okay. But, like, how can you – I don't know, how can you like teach people to overcome being yeah. if they're being bullied as well, right? Yeah. Like, or and that's,
3: self-taught. right. And I think they're taking the, I'm gonna be real on Instagram to like, in a negative way. Right. Instead of like, like you said, turning it into something positive, mm-hmm. they're using it negatively. Mm-hmm. And there's just complaining instead of saying, this is how I can change it, this is how you can change it. Right, right. Yeah.
0: And I mean, I think to that point, like we are our own worst critics, right? Oh, yeah. Um So I think, that kind of goes in hand hand in hand with what you said when people are, are using social media negatively and kind of playing like the victim card. Um, but why do you ladies think that we are, and we do this especially as women, I think more than men do, but why do you think we as females, especially females female athletes, why do you think we are our own worst critics?
2: Well, we're constantly striving to be better. Mm-hmm. There's the comparison thing. Mm-hmm. And so there's... You know we're we're talking why am I not like that why why don't I have that why can't I perform like that Mm -hmm. right Um, I think that we're being we're comparing ourselves to the elite Mm -hmm. also especially when there's we're so connected and I think that it is if, if you're if you're trying to be better you're gonna be struggling and you're gonna be failing, like I was kind of mentioning before. And so it's the way that you treat that, it's the way Mm -hmm. that you handle that. And to give yourself the negative talk is totally doing yourself a disservice. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that there's gonna be times where you're gonna be like, crap, I I failed at that, or I didn't do as well as I thought I was gonna do on that test, in that game, whatever it may be. And I think that we need to get over it you know, recognize, okay, that, that, that was failure. Mm -hmm. That's some feedback Mm -hmm. for yourself, right? right? That's not the end all be all Mm -hmm. and take that and learn from it. Don't just, um, keep talking yourself down. That's just going to get you in a downward spiral. Use it as a building block to build yourself up, do better next time,
0: right? Use it as fuel to do better next time. Like, and I think i love like your point to confidence. Basically what I'm getting from it is confidence is okay with, your failures confidence is knowing that your failures are going to lead you to success right you have to fail in order to succeed and confidence is knowing that you're going to make mistakes and that's okay um but yeah i definitely think especially as athletes we are extra critical of ourselves because we're you know like think of it max prep started out as a high school sports ranking website in sports it's a ranking system we that it's that's what it is right so i think it's hard for us to like sit back and realize that You know we can't always be perfect all the time and that and i think for athletes it's hard to realize because we're always striving to be number one right we always want to be number one and i think that's what makes us um so overly critical of ourselves
1: yeah more often
0: times times than not and i mean it's great it makes us great workers i think i think in the business world when we leave our college athletics or high school athletics and we go into the business world i think it makes us you know great we're great people in business because we're perfectionists and we always want to be the best and do the best but to that sometimes it goes overboard yeah. <laughs> and we and we use it in a negative way right yeah and so
1: i think like as women in general we are judged so much harder mm-hmm. than men are because the first thing that anyone's gonna look at is your looks right and then they look at your work ethic and all that i mean Yeah, with guys and athletes, they look at, you know, their performance and everything, but with women, it's just like the first thing they look at is how you look and Mm -hmm. how you present yourself. And if, you know, you don't look like so-and-so, then...
0: Right. Well, think about, like, just, like, female sports in the media. Half the, the titles of articles or videos or whatever are about... The woman's look, yeah, right? What,
1: what they were wearing,
0: when right? They were, when you they, know, yeah, what Serena Williams wore in yeah. her last tennis match—not how she did, or no. you know, it's it's just funny how, yeah, media kind of shifts our perspective, and women mm-hmm. are looked at first at their looks and then their accomplishments after. So I, I definitely think that plays into it for sure.
3: I think building off of that, I think basically the best way to explain is confidence doesn't equal perfection mm-hmm. because that's usually what people strive for. If I'm perfect, I'll have confidence. If I look perfect, if I, yeah, everything else. Mm-hmm, for sure.
0: Yeah. And I think, um, too, I think a lot of the times on social media, when we're comparing ourselves, it's body image, right? And looks, um, to your point. So, I mean, with body image and being an athlete, we want to make sure that we're feeling ourselves properly, right? We want to make sure that, yes, it's it's okay to want to look good in everything, but we want to make sure we're treating ourselves the right way. So, like you said, t- instead of saying negative things to yourself, you wanna say positive things to yourself. Um, And especially when it comes to nutrition. So I think as athletes, we need to obviously fuel ourselves properly um, and just treat ourselves well. That means like self-care, like doing meditation, doing yoga, doing different things. Um, I don't know, just treating yourself every once in a while, but also fueling yourself properly, right? Like what you're fueling into your body. Of course, if you are eating bad foods, you're not gonna perform well and you're not gonna feel good, right? so pods nutrition makes getting in your protein and other nutrients easy by revolutionizing the way it's delivered the protein powder comes in literally a pod packaged in a film with 100 food grade ingredients so even though this is our sponsored post. I actually love Pods Nutrition. I don't know if you guys have tried it yet, but it's actually really good. I'm really picky about the protein that I drink because most protein tastes like really chalky and really gross and disgusting. But Pods Nutrition to me actually tastes good. Like it tastes like a, what are those drinks? yoo Remember those chocolate drinks? That's what it tastes <laughs> yeah. like. It's so good. It tastes like chocolate milk. So not only does it taste good, it'll make you feel good too. So use Plag, or use code plug 15 at PodsNutrition.com at checkout for 15% off.
3: Oh boy, (laughs) gonna have to do that tonight. (laughs)
0: Gotta get your protein
3: in. Use our own code,
0: (laughs) huh? use our own code. Yeah, Yeah. use our code, PLAG15. Okay, ladies, so I know we're talking a lot about using social media positively instead of negatively. Um, I think some things that I actually wrote down to do, because this has helped me um, in, since I am an influencer and I do spend a lot of time on social media, Whenever I realize that I'm spending too much time on an account and whenever I get, you know, you just get that feeling when you see like a post pop up from someone and it just makes you not feel good. Um, For me, I've started unfollowing accounts for people that don't make me feel good. If I'm looking at someone and I can't help myself like from comparing myself to them, I unfollow them. Because if you think about it, like for me, if it's really getting to me, what use what use is it for me to continue to follow them, right? For them, their photos or videos to continue to pop into my feed. Um, I think, with that being said, I think it's also important that it's kind of shifting your mindset, like we talked about. But if it's really getting to the point where it just keeps bringing you down and you can't shift your mindset, then unfollow them. You know, yeah. get rid of it. Why, why, why let it keep bringing you down? If and especially too, I think it's kind of keeping a check do i believe in the things that they're putting out right like do yeah. their morals and values correlate with my morals and values i think that's another important part too
3: yeah i had a friend that actually said an interesting point on social media because everyone always hates on social media and says social media is the issue mm-hmm. but the best part about it is that she was saying you choose what you consume mm-hmm. that's what's yeah. so incredible about mm-hmm. social media you choose what you consume like right. you said if you're consuming it and you're it's turning negative mm-hmm. to you. You get to choose to unfollow them. You right. don't have to follow them. If it's a, even if it's a friend, if you have to keep the follow on there, there's ways to hide it mm-hmm. so that you don't have to see it. But it's you choose what you consume, just like you said. So mm-hmm. I think that's a huge thing with social media is us learning to choose to consume positive things.
0: right? And I think it's thinking about too, like when I see a post from this person, does it bring me joy? does it bring me life or does it bring me death, right? Like, for example, this is such a bad example, but like with all the Kardashians, like everyone follows them, you know, they have however many followers combined, but, like I remember I was their pictures would pop up in my feed and I just didn't even care and I'm like w- this isn't useful for me like I don't need to keep up I don't need to keep up with the Kardashians right <laughs> so it's like for me I ended up unfollowing them and it's been fine I'm not missing out on any important information yeah. right <laughs> and you can always be able to <laughs> Oh we lost our we lost our image if you're watching this on video apologies <laughs> just trying to keep it aesthetically pleasing in here (laughs)
1: no but i think that's a good point too but another thing that i think that it's it's kind of irritating is that when we bash other women and when even Mm -hmm. when we bash celebrities and you know we talk about oh well you know they only look that or look that certain way because they get toned and everything Mm -hmm. but god knows that if we all had that kind of money we'd be Mm -hmm. freaking totally right yeah you know what i mean i think that's a huge part is not putting people down. Like we mm-hmm. have, Well, they
3: have way more pressure than any of us. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Because they're judged 24-7 on mm-hmm. their looks. So I think that's
0: a great point because not only should we give ourselves grace in everything that we do and our looks and our accomplishments, but I think we should also give others grace, right? Yeah. yeah. Because we don't know where they're coming from. We don't know why they choose to look the way they look. We don't know what I mean, to, an, to a point, we don't
3: get to choose the way yeah, we look. Yeah.
0: But you know, we don't know what they're going through. We don't know why they're doing the things we do. So also it's giving people the grace um,
3: in, yeah, not getting upset with them. Yeah. And again, you can unfollow them. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no reason to post negative comments on that post not at all
1: affecting your life no no probably yeah yeah well and
3: it's interesting because i feel like some people are like oh they're getting too much love we need they're they're doing this wrong we want to make sure we point out their flaws they know their flaws yeah Yeah. they know exactly (laughs) they're judging themselves more than you think that is a great point (laughs) it's not like you're bringing them back back down to earth they know (laughs) yep
0: people know their flaws for sure it's funny to that point like sometimes people will post comments on on my photos or videos and i'm like and i'm lucky i don't get a lot of negative comments but when i do i'm like don't you think i know that like i know that that looks that way or you know what i mean or like i know that this picture isn't perfect or whatever it may be i'm like I know the flaw you just pointed out. Like, I know my swing's a little long and across. Like, it's fine. (laughs) Like, don't you think I know?
3: (laughs) Aren't you proud I still posted it? it? Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I think it's definitely – and to that point, like, there's no such thing as too much love, right? I mean – Yeah, no.
1: Yeah. Even to that
2: point of somebody pointing out something in your swing, are they going to tell you that in person? Are they going to actually –
0: Exactly, probably you know
2: what not. I and mean? 20... social media gives mm-hmm. you so much mm-hmm. overconfidence <laughs> to say things that you would never say to a person mm-hmm. to their face. So, yeah, be mindful when you are scrolling, when you are posting, when you're you know, keep it positive, mm-hmm. don't say yeah. anything that you wouldn't say to someone's face because it's, mm-hmm. it is hurtful to some people. Yeah, and yep. you know, some people have thicker skin and so they can brush it off, but you know. Just, just be just be more mindful of, of those types
0: of things mm-hmm. yeah I think that's such a huge point too because one thing for social media and we talked about this in the last group discussion but anything you post just because you delete it doesn't mean it's gone forever if you yeah. if you post something it's on the internet it's on social media forever like someone's gonna screenshot it someone has it it's not deleted forever so you need to be mindful of what you're saying what you're posting how you're presenting yourself um because really unfortunately it's not as private as we think right i mean what whatever we post is what we're posting to the world and for you girls out there um i want you to know that when you start applying for jobs or anytime you have to do a background check guess what i got a background check report because i was just curious i'm like what did they find on a background check report anyway they can see everything even if your account is private it doesn't matter they can see everything so you need to be so mindful of what you post even if you are private you're not so much private anyone has access to anything right
1: yeah I heard that they can even pull up things that you have deleted right
0: they totally can yeah so um, (laughs) yeah so that's just one thing to be careful of um, for sure
3: I think at max preps they actually check your Facebook Sometimes, or I know they I know some everything. companies will check your Facebook for hiring you because yeah. how you might speak on your Facebook right? says a lot about a person. 100%. So I think on social media, too, it's
0: not just about what you say on other accounts or even on your account. It's not about what you're saying, but it's about your image that you're representing, right, online. So I think um, the biggest thing for social media is... And For girls, like if you're a female athlete and you wanna use your social media as branding to help you get to the next level, whether it's college, whether it's post-college, if you wanna play professionally, I think that's great, but you need to be mindful of the image you're representing, right? And you need to choose carefully. Like for me personally, I don't post anything that I wouldn't want my dad or my grandpa or anyone else in my family to see, right? I wanna be able to show them everything that I post. So for me personally, like I'm not super sexualized with my content that I post because at the end of the day, that's not truly me. And I'm engaged, I'm about to get married and I think that there's certain things that need to stay between me and my future husband. And also there's just, parts of me that people don't need to see, right? And I think it's, um, for me too, Like if I'm here trying to empower young female athletes, I don't think I need to do that in a sexual way. But that's just my decision, right? So I think for other girls, like you need to make that decision and be conscientious of of what you put out there. If you are okay with having that image, that's awesome, but you need to back it up 100%. You need to be okay, and if someone says something to you negatively about it, you need to be able to have the confidence to um, own it right and like for me i have the confidence in owning everything i put out there on social
1: yeah you need to know the consequences mm-hmm. of it too yeah mm-hmm. like i mean you see people like post pictures in their bikinis or do a transformation post and you're like yeah girl like mm-hmm. you did that like congratulations and then you see girls that are really trying to be like sexy and try to get those likes mm-hmm. and it's like there's a total difference mm-hmm. but another thing that you have to think about especially like women in the workplace like hey, if you're going to put out some, like, picture in a bikini or whatever, you got to come to work, and then mm-hmm. what do you think the guys are going to think about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sit next to you. Yeah. Like, oh, I just saw you in your bikini. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's- yeah. yeah.
0: I think it's that's a great point. Like, you just need to know. It's okay whatever you post, you put out there, whatever you post, but you need to be able to be confident in it, and you need to actually – realize like what's my message? What is my brand? And I know that's kind of like such a weird thing to say, but it is. Like we all the time are are representing who we are and that's like our brand, that's our image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you need to figure out like what your goals are and and hopefully your images and and posts and everything will represent that. So like if you do if you want to be like a like I don't know, a, f- a fitness bikini competitor or whatever, like That stuff's fine then. But if you want to be like a clean cut in an office, like CEO, you probably don't want to be posting pictures or pictures partying or things like that, right? So you just need to be careful of of how you're representing yourself online.
3: I don't think it's just online either. I think you got to be careful what you send other people. Yes. I've heard way too many stories about girls sending things to boys or anybody else. And if you ever send something to a boy, expect it to be posted on the internet.
0: Yeah. Like just, just
3: if you you wouldn't post it on the internet, probably don't send it to them. That is
0: such a great point, especially in this digital world we live in. Yeah. Not just sending it to a boy. If you want to send it to a girl, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever you, yeah, whatever is your desire, that's fine. But I would refrain 100% from sending anything you wouldn't want to show up online because I guarantee you, if you send an inappropriate picture or video, it's, it's gonna find its way out there. Yes, and 100%. you don't want that to ruin your high school career, your college career, or post college career. Oh,
1: and then just the <laughs> one thing <laughs> that like really just like grinds my gears. People are like, okay, well, just don't show your face. Like, no, no, that,
3: don't. no, That's so no, bad. That, no, nope. don't do no, no. That really <laughs> doesn't do it. No, it really doesn't.
1: In general, yeah, cause because then,
3: because guess what? That's when they post it more. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, yeah, yeah. in you high school, I remember a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you always get linked back to that. Yeah. I had a lot of friends who had a lot of issues with that.
0: Yeah. And hey, for the girls out there who are kind of rolling their eyes and shaking their heads because they've heard <laughs> this from their parents or whoever their <laughs> peers, I am telling yeah. you, like, you do not want to do that. Like, there, I have seen, you know, images of other girls, and I've heard guys talking about they that they've seen images of other girls. Like, it gets out there. and Yes. I mean, it's up to you if you want and to I've do it, but. I've heard
3: parents finding out mm. about said girl mm. on that guy's phone. Mm. And It's just, it's not a good image. Again, yeah. what just figure out for there. yourself. Yeah. Just... And have the confidence, because
0: guess what? This is a good point, not too. Not everything
3: needs to be on camera. No.
0: <laughs> like, you just, I think, too, in this digital world, we need to have the confidence that. The other person's gonna like us for who we are, not because we send them things, right? And yes. not for just our bodies or whatever it may be, right?
3: Yeah. So, and again, if you do send them things, just be ready for it to be on the internet. Yeah. And if you're okay with that, then so teach true. Teach their own. Someone is saying that they're not gonna be with you or like you because you
1: won't send them things. Well, if they don't have any respect for you. They no, really like they're you not. They are not worth like your time. There.
0: Yeah, yeah, they are not worth your time. That's for sure. Um, okay, transitioning to another <laughs> topic on social. Um, I think of another thing, too, with being an influencer um, that I see a lot is um, and that I love to do is collaboration. And I think it's hard, um, especially as female athletes, because we're very competitive with one another. Right. But I think that as women in sports, we need to all be in this together mm-hmm. because we all want women's sports to be equally covered as the men's sports. Right. Yeah. Like, why not? I think that's I think. I mean, any woman would agree to that, right? And so I think um, for me, what I've seen in working in the golf industry, there's a lot of other girls in, who are totally gr- like fine with collaborating and promoting one another and helping each other out, but there are also some girls that aren't. And to that, I would just say that you can be competitive on the court, on the field, on the course, whatever it is, but I would say that off, like when you're not in your game and when you're not playing, like be collaborative, like it's power in numbers, right? Um, I think that's the other the other big thing with like having confidence too. I think it's power in numbers. When you band together and when you know that you have someone else that will be there for you, um, I think that
3: gives you confidence to kind of rock whatever it is you want to rock, right? Definitely. Lauren talked about that, how she does that with her golf girls. Mm-hmm. And they are always, they're on a team, but then they end up competing against each mm-hmm. other. And I think it's amazing that she makes them, always support each other no matter what even if they are competing you still support each other because it's still you still if you're not going to win you might as well have your friend win right for sure
0: yeah and I think um it's just it's so true with social media especially if because I know a lot of girls out there do want to have good followings and stuff so that's one piece of advice I would give is collaboration is key yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I mean, the top athletes in the world are not training by themselves. Right. They are training with other top athletes, right. and they are going to end up competing against each other. But you're not going to get better by working out in, in a silo or keeping yourself yeah. um, away from everyone else. You need that tough competition. When I was um, working with the basketball team in college, They didn't practice against each other. They practiced against men because they had better skills, and they, yeah, they beat the crap out of them in (laughs) some in some cases just because they're bigger and stronger. But how are you going to get better unless you practice against the best? Right. And you know, off the off the field, off the court, collaborate with the best, share those ideas, share. Oh, what supplements are you taking? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not. um, There's no point in keeping it this. To the secret to yourself. No, nope. yeah. There's so yeah. there's so much more in sharing because if you you're only gonna know what you know then, and mm-hmm. no one's gonna want to share with you. Yeah. And so if you are open, if you're an influencer online or just in your social circles, be like, hey, check this out. This is what I did. This is my experience. This is a key. Oh, here's a trick to getting that. You know that swing down right. Mm-hmm. Um. Then somebody else is gonna share their secrets with you, and then you guys are both gonna get better. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you're not you're not going to get as far alone as you can with other
0: people. No. One hundred percent. I think knowledge is wealth, right? And the more you know, the better you'll be. And just because, and it's okay to share your secrets because if you have other like people sharing their secrets with you, I mean, we're only going to get better together, right? Yeah. So I think that's so true. And it's kind of funny how you're talking about. like collaborating within, if you're an influencer or in your social circles. I also think it's very important to have a mastermind. And I don't know if you guys know what a mastermind is or our listeners, but a mastermind is basically a group of people who are collectively trying to better themselves at um, similar fields. So I think it'd be great for girls to start creating like masterminds within um, their sport, because, you know, like you said, like we're only gonna get better if we work together. Mm Um, so, yeah, I would say, girls, look up what a mastermind is and, and start creating your own because they're absolutely amazing. Um, and actually, in my mastermind, I um, one thing I actually mentioned earlier in the podcast is um, creating your own reality. So I want to know from you ladies, do you think that you create your own reality?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that you're your own worst enemy. Mm -hmm. so if you like think of yourself in a negative way you do negative things you hang out with negative people then your life's going to be negative Mm -hmm. but if you you know put positive think positive your life's going to get better Mm -hmm. there's people all over the
2: world who come from way less than what we have Mm -hmm. and they have overcome things that we would never have imagined and is it because um it's not because they they were in this certain reality physically it's because in their mind they knew that they could overcome that and that they could they could do better with their lives mm-hmm. and so i think that you know no matter how bad you think you have it somebody has had it worse mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you can still overcome and it's it really is up to you it's not you're not a it's not the factor of your your surroundings. It it really is what you think, what you believe, what you say, and then how you
3: behave. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, you might look at a celebrity or might look at someone and be like, oh, their life is so perfect, just like we talked about. But someone might be looking at your life, thinking your life is perfect. Mm-hmm. You don't know, so why not just enjoy your own life mm-hmm. instead Because right? again, it comes back to comparison.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's your own reality of just taking what, enjoying what you have and wanting what you have Mm -hmm. instead of always thriving for something different. It's like thriving to be better is different than thriving for something different
0: right and i think too obviously everything that we're saying is easier said than done right for sure (laughs) yeah but um i do want to share some things that i did learn from my mastermind so it's from dr fern caslow she's the founder of the no doubt zone um and the no doubt zone it's you get to choose if you live in your no doubt zone or not in your no doubt zone you break free of your trances and inner resistance to be who you need to be to create what you want in your business and throughout your life and i think this is, if these young listeners can learn this now, they will just be like, they will attain so much greatness in their lives. Um, one thing that she said, a couple things that she said that really stuck with me. One of them is that words have a b- vibration. So if you think about it, your words have so much power than you really think. Like if you say, God, I'm ugly. Like that has so much of a, like a hot, like it has so much more meaning than you really think it does. Um, or if you say, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid, like that has so much more meaning than you think. And that sticks with you. And that becomes a part of your, what you think your story is. Right. And I think we're all able to change our story and it's hard. It takes time. It takes work to shift your mindset and shift what you say about yourself. But I think it's so important because your words have such a bigger vibration than you think that they do, um, she also says, so talking about this, she said, know when you go weak and then shift it without judgment. So when you do say something bad about yourself, don't judge yourself for it. Don't get down on yourself. Just shift it without judgment. Um, and you have to choose the space you want to be in. And not only do you have to feel it, but you have to believe it. And I think those are two important things. Like if you want to be the best player on your team, you have to, like, what is that going to feel like? What is that going to look like? And you have to believe that you can get there. Um and to that point, how, how, like, what supports you to get there, and what discords you? So, what's going to support you to get to where you want to be, and what is taking you away from getting to that place? Um, and the third thing that she said that really stuck is know your worth, and I think this is like hand in hand with confidence. If you know your worth, there's no doubt in my mind that you can't be confident. Um, if you know your worth, then you can you are anything that you believe that you are. Um, And like, to your point, if you believe that you suck, then you'll suck. Right. But if you believe you're a great, you are going to be great and achieve greatness. Um, And it's definitely just like all about kind of what you think of yourself and shifting your mindset. So um, yeah, if our listeners can, can start doing that now, like I can only imagine what, what it's going to do for them in the future. Um,
2: What are some ways that you can shift? So mm -hmm. say you get into a, negative space somehow. It's easier said than done, right? right? So what are some things that you guys do to say, oh, okay, I'm not not—I'm not feeling it right now. How mm-hmm. am I going to get, I need to go to work or I need to show up mm-hmm. or I need to, there's things I need to do as an adult. Right. To go, you know, I need to go and be this person. Mm-hmm. How do you make that shift? What are, do you guys have any like tricks or, or triggers to know that I don't want to do that because I know that'll put me there? Right. Or I know I'm here. How do, this is how I get out of it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any
0: I think for the first thing is you have to be very, very conscientious of your thoughts. Like you have yeah. to know when you start getting into a negative mindset. So I think that's the first thing. Just first, initially, you have to start being aware of what you're thinking. Um, and then I think after that, it's doing, finding something that brings you joy and makes you feel good about yourself. So, like for me, if I'm stressed or thinking negatively about me, myself or other things around me, like yoga helps me out so much. Um, I, that's just a place for me. It's an hour of my time, my practice. I'm in, you know, focused in my head. I'm listening to the instructor, doing the poses, focusing on my breathing. And I literally forget about everything else that's going on in the world. Um, So I think doing something that gives you joy and like gives you, um, the confidence back right because for me like it's funny actually in my yoga practice last night she um, she wanted us to um, manifest confidence on our yoga mats that was the that was the practice last night um, but I think just finding something that brings you back to that positive state um, so that's what helps for me but it may be something different for everyone else
1: I kind of like agree with mm-hmm. you. I think that when I'm stressed or something, working out really helps mm-hmm. because it just makes you feel so much better mm-hmm. after and just making sure that you're getting the right nutrition mm-hmm. in your body because it's a big factor. A lot of people don't understand that but it really does
0: help your like mind body oh yeah Yeah. we'll do a whole podcast on nutrition and how it (laughs) how it totally yeah yeah nutrition is everything for health um but yeah i think um one thing and you mentioned this too earlier in the podcast megan about like getting outside like get off of social media and get outside if you think about it like if you genuinely enjoy your sport, like think about how happy you are when you're doing it. Like for me, going out and golfing with like t- like Tom, my fiance, or my dad, or like some some of my best girlfriends, like that is just everything to me and like that brings me life and i think that makes me kind of like reset and refocus and kind of like get that confidence back um so yeah like get outside go run or do like you know compete or do like do something within your sport um something that makes you happy and like brings those endorphins back right and don't focus on like being perfect and like throwing the perfect pitch or like you know anything like that just focus like for me like I'll even if I go out on the golf course I'll hit some bad shots here and there for sure like there's there's <laughs> yeah. there's 18 holes I'm bound to hit one bad shot um so I think it's but it's not worrying about that just enjoying like being in the present and being in the moment and just being outside or whether it's in in a um gym as well but just enjoying enjoying your sport and i
1: think it's knowing that you're not going to be perfect mm-hmm. and it's okay to mess up and it's mm-hmm. okay to be scared and being able to be vulnerable and talk to people about that. Talk to your closest Definitely. people. Because mm. if you are able to talk to the people that love you the most, they know you better than anyone. And they know when you're sad, they know when you're happy. Yeah. So I think just being able to talk about yes,
0: it. Yes. I love that. Um I yeah, I totally forgot about that's a great point. Um I know for me, like whenever I'm feeling down about like my career or anything else going on in life, like I have a few people I can count on. It's my mom and it's my best friend Raquel. And my friend Raquel actually, I was like, you know, down about my career and she pointed out to me, she was like, in college, she was like, your plan was to be on big break and either win it or not and then be a correspondent for Golf Channel. And then what do you know? She was like, do you not realize that you basically did that? And I was like, oh, she's like, you are so much farther along than you think you are. So I think it's totally a matter of... Um, Finding someone that you trust, and so hopefully, like you, you know, you guys all have someone that you can trust and can talk to, um, someone that lifts you up constantly. So I wouldn't look to anyone that ever brings you down. Go to someone that lifts you up constantly, and just kind of talk it out with them and say, "Look, I'm feeling this way. Like, I just need a vent." And most likely, at the end of the conversation, you're gonna like be ready to go, and you're gonna be on fire because I know that happens for me.
3: Definitely, I mean, talking to the people that you're closest with mm-hmm. is always. A great way to do it mm-hmm.
0: and because i think you said like they have a better perspective on what's going on because yeah. they see from the outside you just think you know obviously we are our worst critics so we think um negatively but they're like no like you're accomplishing accomplishing so many great things um and probably things that we don't even realize right yeah yeah that's cool um one thing so final note uh <laughs> on social media so and in confidence too um, we had we interviewed Mackenzie Forbes um, back a while ago she's a McDonald All-American and she is now um, playing basketball at Cal and one thing she said in the interview that I absolutely loved was don't compare your journey to other people and she said stay the course and basically said just enjoy your own journey and I think at, I mean, she's what, 18, 19, she's a freshman yeah. in college. So for the fact that you know she sees that at such a young age, I think is just absolutely amazing. Um, and I think that's great advice for all other young female athletes today. Um, so I already asked you ladies what confidence means to you, but I want to know from you, what are three things to start doing today and three things to stop doing today that will create more progress and confidence in your life so for me personally uh three things to start doing are time management and time blocking so for me um as like an entrepreneur an influencer a host blogger like i don't have just one set job i do very a bunch of different things so for me it's really um managing my time better and time blocking so especially like stopping the scroll on social media and time blocking like you know, okay, I'm gonna give myself an hour to respond back to all comments, all messages, posts, things like that. Um, And then like time blocking, you know, like blogging or like sending out emails, like literally time blocking anything and everything. Even like like time with Tom or like time with my family, like time blocking everything. Um, And then increasing productivity, but with time management and time blocking, I think that'll kind of go hand in hand. And then my third one is to read more and be more mindful and present. And I know those are kind of – that's like kind of four things. But um, (laughs) just like we said earlier, um, knowledge is wealth and knowledge is power. So I just want to read more and be more knowledgeable about many different things um, and just know more and just be curious. And then just being mindful and in the present, um, enjoying what's happening now and not worrying about what's going to happen in the future or not worrying about what happened in the past um, because I think it's – It's so hard with social media today, and just living in a digital world. It's hard for us to be on our phone, and also like we're we're always on our phones, and then trying to enjoy other people's company or trying to work. And I think it's just focusing on one thing at a time, and just enjoying that one thing that you're doing at a time at that time. Um, And then my three things to stop doing: wasting time scrolling on social media. Uh, I think it's it's all too easy, you know. Even if I time block, sometimes I'm like, oh shoot, I went past the hour, but. You really need to, I, I think just take, I don't know, just a couple minutes a day to scroll on social media, and then for the rest of the day be done with it. And then maybe check it again later later in the day or at night, but not just like don't just whip out your phone and just scroll for no reason. I think when you're on social media or when I'm on social media, I want to have a purpose to it. Um, so I'm gonna stop scrolling. And then my other two things are. Um, I'm going to stop saying yes to everything i'm just a yes girl and i think i need to figure out what is going to help me and if if something's not going to help me then i probably shouldn't waste my time doing it um and then the third thing is worrying about others opinions because i think that goes along with what we're, we're talking about today um you know confidence is not worrying about others opinions and i think uh, me worrying about others' opinions is just bringing me down and it's just useless because I need to focus on what the people around me think about me, right? So, yeah. like, what Tom thinks about me, what my parents think about me, what my family thinks about me, what you guys think about me, not what I can't control what others think about me, right? Like Joe
1: yeah, down the street yeah. yeah. I don't care what stuff. Joe
0: Blow down the street <laughs> yeah. thinks about me. Um, but yeah, I think just, and even, but even so, like, not really worrying about what they think about me. If I'm doing something, Good for myself. I shouldn't worry um, about how what other people
1: are going to think about it. So, who wants to go first? I think Megan had some really good ones. Yeah. All right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, three things to start. Number one, set goals. Write them down. Mm -hmm. Share them. Talk to other people about Mm -hmm. them, and make sure that you reflect back on them very often. Mm -hmm. I think that it's easy to just kind of bounce around and go where the wind takes you or Mm -hmm. do what other people are doing. You need to have your own specific goals and there is a lot of power in writing them down and reading them and keeping them in your mind and keeping them fresh and then when you share with them and talk about it with other people, those people can help you achieve those goals. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if you're saying, oh, I need a new job, I, I, I hate where I am, blah, blah, blah. Um, i'm I'm looking for something in this, and I, I do this for a living. Someone's gonna somebody is gonna be like I have an uncle who works at yeah. forever, mm-hmm. and you know those connections are just gonna happen. So whether it's the vibration in your words mm-hmm. and it's you know a big a pow- more powerful energy um, of thinking and and saying. Um, it also is just coincidence of you know being in the right place, right time, talking about the right things with the right people. Number two would be, um, as I mentioned before, embrace your failure. Don't be afraid of it because it is where we learn and grow. If you are gonna just keep taking jobs and tasks that are mediocre, you're gonna stay mediocre. If you are going to push yourself and get out of your comfort zone, you're gonna grow, you're gonna learn. Yes, you're gonna fail, but failure is just feedback. It's just, okay, that way didn't work. Let's try a different way, and there is, Everyone, everyone fails. If you're not failing, you're not trying. Number three, and this one, um, I'm about to see a big change in this room. Check your posture.
3: <laughs> Check Whoops. Your po- so,
2: when it comes to when it comes to confidence, your body is—it's um, you know—it's the first thing that you see. It mm-hmm. is how you feel. It's how you breathe. It's how you're—you um, know—you're—you're you're experiencing life. Um, a couple tricks, every time you walk through a doorway or you walk into a room, check your posture, how, you know, put your shoulders back. So just like one small thing, and you're going to breathe better, you're going to feel better, you're going to eyes up, um, you're going to notice more things. Um, just try it. Give it a try. So then three things to stop doing. Number one, stop hanging out with negative people. Mm. Yes. They serve mm-hmm. you no purpose. Yes. Um, you are who you surround yourself with. Uh, the, t- the The people that you spend the the five people that you spend most of your time with, you are going to be uh, the sum of what those five people are. So, do yourself a favor and kick the negative people to the curb. And you don't have to declare it. You don't have to say I'm not hanging out right. With you yeah. right. Just kind of, you know, stop inviting yourself to, you know, inviting them mm-hmm. to things, or stop saying yes to, mm-hmm. you know, things that um, they're inviting you to. And you're—it's not because you're being mean to them; you're being nice to yourself. Mm-hmm. So kick the negative people to the curb. Um, number two, <laughs> things to stop: um, stop getting into debt. Other, in other words, start saving money now. Mm-hmm. It is, um, it's something that you can do easily and it's going to um, affect your future and it's not to say that um, you know, there's a lot of ideas around money but money is freedom, money is experiences, um, being able to travel, being able to do mm-hmm. the things that you love and so um, be mindful with it, take care of it and be responsible with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing to stop and this one is um, another, just a small one, but stop holding on to unflattering clothes. Mm-hmm. I love that one. If they don't make you feel good, get rid of them. There's so much mm-hmm. There's so much energy that goes into getting ready in the morning. And if you have this closet full of clothes that you're not wearing, you're trying on, and you, you just don't like it, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Right. You're going to save more time getting ready in the morning. Um, if there's that shirt that's hanging in your closet that has a tag on it still, and you don't wear it because you, you don't really like it, but you spend a lot of money on it, who cares? Get that negative thought. You don't want to be looking through your clothes and then see that and just get bad feelings mm-hmm. because, oh, I spent so much money on that and I never wear it. Get rid of it. You mm-hmm. don't need those negative yep. feelings in your life. Um, simplify your wardrobe. Get rid of the get rid of the things that, that mm-hmm. are serving a good purpose to mm-hmm. you.
0: Okay. I feel like you and I have read a lot of the same books because <laughs> I'm like, these things, uh, yeah, I've read them. Like I'm incorporating them. Um, yeah, I loved your, your point about setting goals and how you said, write it down, talk about it, because that's a lot to do with manifesting. Um, we should probably do a whole podcast on manifesting, but I yeah. think, you know, manifesting what you want, manifesting what you desire. And that's, you have to, you have to write it down every day. You have to talk about it every day. You have Just to Just gives
1: you accountability. Yes.
0: For it. You have to think it, feel it, believe it, everything. I love that. And then checking your posture. Oh my, that goes hand in hand with confidence. I mean, if you walk into a room and you're, Standing up tall, and you're smiling, and you're just like radiating like people. Projecting, yeah. yeah. like People will take notice and they will just like be drawn to you, yeah. right? And I yeah. think that's just so huge with confidence. And that will give you more confidence. Um, and then I like, to the stop hanging out with negative people. The stop getting into debt, that is a great one for girls to think about now. Um yes. I mean, I know it's probably, if you're in high school, it's kind of like you think it's kind of too far in the future. But it's always good to start. You're never too young to start saving. Um, and I think that's so important for them them to realize and then like stop hanging on to clothes that you know don't flatter you if you I think if you don't like how you feel in it why even have it yeah um and I think with that too like being careful about what you choose to spend your money on like does this really give me life is this going to really um help me or is this just you know a, a stupid purchase I guess yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. exactly exactly so yeah. I think
3: my three things are Kind of intertwined with your guys, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna kind of give my advice yeah. on some of the things you guys said. So for setting goals, I think that's amazing. The thing I actually read um, from a guy who's in mental health in professional sports, he was saying because the hardest part is that I have so like I mean, are actually dealing with this right now. Mm-hmm. So this is huge. But is you have so many big goals, and then you just get stressed and overwhelmed, and you do nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay break down your goals into things that are attainable and are things that you can actually accomplish day to day so that they can build into your main goal. So let's say I'm taking a class right now on uh, motion graphics and I'm trying to get through it and it's been so stressful and I'm like, okay, block out, just like you said, block out an hour and just give yourself an hour a day. You will catch up, you will get there but i just get stressed and then i cuz i have yeah. other videos i need to be doing there's other things i need like mm-hmm. people i'm supposed to be hanging out with i'm a, like there's just so many things going on that you forget to break down your goals to be attainable instead of overwhelming yourself with all of your goals and not having them broken down in a way that you can actually tackle them mm-hmm. day by day mm-hmm. okay so the other thing <laughs> Is kicking out the negative people. I think that's a huge concept. And I think the thing that people sometimes don't understand is that there might be people that are putting negative, like, that are might be negative in your life, but they're not bad people. Mm-hmm. I had... I really hope she doesn't listen to this, but she
1: will.
3: (laughs) Yeah, she definitely will now that I said that. It's on the internet. Yeah. Be careful what you say. It isn't anything bad, but it's just an explanation of this person is the kindest human you might ever meet. Like she is so sweet, but our personalities truly did not mesh. Mm -hmm. And even in high school, it was the same thing for me where I always felt very negative because I always felt I was judged. I was always doing the wrong things. I was... I was always that kid in high school that I was in. I, I had friends that really made bad decisions, and I had <laughs> friends that were just the biggest goody goodies, and I was just smack dab in the middle between them. So I was either the worst person or the best person. And I just never could figure it out. But, anyways, she's a very good human, and she didn't always agree with things I did. And in that, she never realized that it always put a negative connotation on me where I always thought I was a bad person. Like it always felt like I was always wrong. She was always trying to figure out don't do that, or I can't believe you're doing this, or things like that. And I got to the point where I was like, why am I still dealing with this? Like, even though she's not a bad person, she's the kindest human, which made it really hard to separate and to kind of get her, like it sounds mean, but remove her from my life and kick her to the curb. (laughs) It was more that it's not that she was a bad person. It's just our lifestyles and our thought processes didn't mesh. And Mm -hmm. that's not a bad thing, but you do need to get those people out of your life because it was... Not totally. positive at all. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I think that's a good thing to learn though, is just because they're a good person and people might judge you for it. Cause mm-hmm. I definitely got a lot of heat for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it was just yeah. better for me. In I the think end. it,
0: I think it goes along with giving the person grace, but also knowing that if they're not helping you get to a better or higher level, if they're not, you know, helping you mentally, physically, whatever then it's okay to cut your ties with them. Yeah. I mean, and
3: that's kind of what I wanted to explain was it's yeah. not that they're like a horrible person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sometimes why it's hard to cut mm-hmm. those people out of your life mm-hmm. is because they are a good person. And you think that, cause they have, you have intertwined friends, so right. it might be more difficult, but if they're going to be at that party, like you said, just don't go mm-hmm. and separate yourself from things they might be mm-hmm. at.
2: And yeah. There are going to be people that you're going to need to, avoid, that you're always going to be around that you kind of want to avoid, yeah. but you can set boundaries. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. with a friend, yeah. We don't, we don't talk about that topic with yeah. each other. We talk about other things. Yeah. So if I have a friend who is really terrible with making money. Yeah. You know, and she just she just can't get she just can't get over it mm-hmm. and I'm trying to give her advice and we're just not connecting. Let's just table that topic. We yeah. don't need to talk yeah. about money. We can have a friendship in other ways and we can we can, you know, Put a boundary around around the things that make us so that we do feel good when we hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. That's
3: very true. Yeah, I think having there that is a huge thing in life is understanding which friends are good for which situations in your life yep. because some there's not friends that are sometimes going to fit in every aspect of your life. Right. There's some friends you may not want to bring to your family. Mm-hmm. There might be <laughs> friends that you don't play sports with. Mm-hmm. They're not athletically inclined mm-hmm. at all. So it's <laughs> like you have different things with different friends, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's okay. And just yeah, knowing that that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Why you? I would
1: have to say, um, push yourself to be better. Be better than you were yesterday or the day before, and that's the only way that you're gonna progress. I think that you have to, or like I, or another a thing that I think is like smiling more, laughing more. If you're happy, mm-hmm. if you surround yourself with happy people, you're gonna be that much better. And another thing is, I think being okay with being yourself because if you can't be yourself then what are you bringing to the world and I think things that um three things about the negative thing I really liked how you said to knock off the negative people and that's something Mm -hmm. that my dad has always said like if you can't cut out negative negativity or negative people in your life then how are you ever going to move forward Mm -hmm. in anything that you want to do and I think that is super important. I think that going green is super important, but not going – recycling your past. I think <laughs> let your past be your past and mm-hmm. and leave it there. Because if you go back, you're not going to move forward. You're taking two steps back when you should be going forward. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think what my last one was, but those were – you guys kind of covered
0: everything. Right. So. Yeah, I think these are so great. Um, I mean, really, ultimately, it sounds like having confidence is – Accepting the negative, but lo- not letting it overtake you and instead trying to shift your mindset to positive and positive things um, Whether that's smiling more whether that's checking your posture, whether that's cutting negative people out of your life um, I think that definitely confidence is accepting the failures um, And and knowing that you you can move past it um, and confidence is really a mindset, right? I mean, I think that everyone on this earth has an opportunity to be confident. So it's all about what we think, what we feel, what we believe. And it's up to us to choose whether we want to be confident or not. I agree. Cool. Well, thanks, ladies. Um, Should I go ahead and go? Yeah. Okay. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining. I think you guys had so many amazing uh, pieces of advice. And I think these girls, if they truly believe it and use them, I think just there's so much greatness ahead for them. Um, So for all of you listeners, make sure to share this episode with a friend who you think will enjoy this podcast. I'd love to hear your feedback and thoughts on this episode. So head to iTunes to leave us a review. You can also send any questions or topics you'd like us to cover by sending us a DM on Instagram at playlikeagirlmp. We want to know what you want to hear. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us at playlikeagirlmp so we know you're listening alongside us. Thank you so much for listening to episode four of Play Like a Girl. I hope this helps you gain more confidence in your life, especially in this crazy digital world that we live in today. And we hope you come back for more. Once again, I'm Nikki B, and remember to never stop playing like a girl.
1: <laughs> Yay! You
2: play ball like a girl. in the dark.